0: Let's talk about hope when our faith is tested. Hope when our faith is tested. And I want you, in case you've never done it before, I want you to get your Bibles and turn to Job 1 and 2. It says, There lived in the land of Uz a man named Job, a good man who feared God, stayed away from evil. He had a large family, seven sons, three daughters, and was immensely wealthy, for he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 teams of oxen, and 500 female donkeys, and he employed a whole lot of servants. He was, in fact, the richest cattleman in the area. Every year when Job's sons had birthdays, they invited their brothers and sisters to their homes for a celebration. And on these occasions, they would eat and drink with just extreme merriment, enjoyment. Just good to be with family. These are folks who got along. When these birthday parties ended, and sometimes they lasted several days, they had a grand time. Job would summon his children to him and sanctify them, getting up early in the morning and offering a burnt offering for each of them. This is whether or not they did anything wrong, just in case he wanted to be sure. Taking care of the family. Job said, perhaps my sons have sinned and turned away from God in their hearts. This was Job's regular practice. And one day, as the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, Satan, the accuser, came with them. And so just so you know, Satan at one time was forth in charge in heaven, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Satan. He was called Lucifer. He was beautiful, beautiful light, and he had a right to come and go. So where have you come from, the Lord asked Satan. And Satan replied, I'm in the seventh verse now, from earth, where I've been watching everything that's going on. And the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant, Joe? He is the finest man in all the earth. A good man. A man who fears God and will have nothing to do with all that mess you got going on. Evil. Why shouldn't he? When you pay him so well. This is Joe, Satan. Why I tell you. Talking to God. How disrespectful. But that's what he does. That's why he was booted out of heaven. And that's why the earth is his domain. The cosmos. For a little while. So, In the 10th verse, you have always protected him and his home and his property from all harm. You have prospered everything he does. Look how rich he is. No wonder he worships you. Boy, I tell you, how low can you go? Well, this devil can get pretty low. But just take away his wealth and you'll see him curse you to your face. Whoa, devil. 12th verse, and the Lord replied to Satan, well, you know what, devil? I tell you what, you can do anything you like with his wealth. But, uh, this is the agreement. Don't you harm him physically. So the devil went away happy because he gonna get, he gonna get Job to curse the Lord. And sure enough, not long afterwards, when Satan's sons and daughters were dining at the oldest brother's house, tragedy struck. We, we talking beyond COVID-19. We talking beyond uh, the coronavirus. Look here now. A messenger rushed to Job's home with this news. And he says, your oxen were plowing with the donkeys feeding beside them when the Sabians raided us and drove us away and drove the animals and killed all the farm hands. Everybody did, except me. I'm the only one left. And while this messenger was still speaking, another one came on with more bad news. He says, the fire of God has fallen from heaven and burned up your sheep and all the herdsmen and I alone have escaped to tell you. So we got two servants and the sheep are gone and all the servants are gone. And in the 17th verse, before this man finished, still another messenger rushed in. And he says, three bands of children have driven off your camels and killed your servants. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Wow. Three servants left and pretty much all of his animals are gone. And as he was still speaking, another arrived to say, I got some bad news for you. Your sons and daughters were feasting at the oldest brother's home when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and engulfed the house so that the roof fell in on them and all of your children are dead. I alone escaped to tell you. Wow. Wow. This is in a matter of minutes. Then Job stood up, tore his robe in grief. That's what they did back in that day. They rent their clothes as they called it. And he fell down upon the ground before God and he said, naked I came from my mother's womb and I shall have nothing when I die. Naked shall I return. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But in all of this, Job did not sin. He did not curse God. Now let's go to Job 2. Now the angels came again to present themselves before the Lord. This is after the Satan unleashed all this mayhem on Job and Satan was with them like he belonged. Yeah, and that's what he does. That's how the devil does. He gets, he gets right in the church like he belong there. Yeah. Yeah. You got to watch who you have in church with. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Oh, from earth where I've been watching everything that's going on. Satan replied. And the Lord said, well, have you noticed my servant, Job? he's the finest man in all the earth. A good man who fears God turns away from all evil. We talked about this before and he's kept his faith in me, despite the fact that you persuaded me to let you harm him without any cause. Yeah. And this is what the devil had to say. Yeah, I know we talked about that, but you know what? I took a lot of stuff from him, but let me do this. Skin for skin. Wow. A man will give anything to save his life. You touch his body with sickness and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord says, all right, you do with him as you please. Only you can't kill him. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and oh, he's so happy. He gonna gonna get Job now. He gonna make him curse God. And he struck Job with a terrible, Case of boils from the mole of his head to the sole of his feet. And then Job took a broken piece of pottery to scrape himself and set among the ashes because he hurt so bad. His own wife said to him, because remember, she had to go through this calamity also, Are you still trying to be godly? Wow when God has done all of this to you? So she just blamed it on God. Why don't you curse God and die? Wow. And this is what Job said. Woman, you need to stop talking crazy. You act like some ungodly heathen woman. What's wrong with you? Shall we only receive good from the hand of God and never unpleasant? It rains on the good and the bad. Huh? So in all this, Job said, nothing wrong. But then that wasn't enough. Three of Job's friends heard of all the tragedy that had befallen him, and they got in touch with each other and traveled from their homes to allegedly comfort and console him. Their names were Eliphaz, the Terminite, Beldad the Shuhite and Zophar the Namathite. Now, twelfth verse, Job was so changed that he could scarcely recognize. Him. That's the, he looked so bad. They need they don't even look like Job. Wow, that old boy's hurting. Good lord. And he was wailing loudly in despair. And they tore their robes and threw dust in the air. That was a of Middle Eastern way of saying, this, is, this ain't good. This is horrible. And they put earth on their heads to demonstrate their sorrow. And when they sat upon the ground with him silently for seven days and nights, no one said a word, for they saw that his suffering was too great for words. Wow, 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 wow. So as you can see, Job struggled with despair. He lost his kids, he lost his sheep, he lost his donkeys, he lost his camels, and he lost his oxen. And then on top of that, he was stricken with boils. And boils, in case you don't know what they are, they're big old one inch by one inch by sometimes two inch. Round things that bust and, and, and pus comes out of them. Yeah, yeah. They stink. It's, it's a horrible sight. Huh? now we're not talking about little, little, little tiny things, you know, that you can pick off your face. These are boils. huh? how much calamity can one man take, Lord? Right now we're going through COVID-19 or the coronavirus and folk are suffering. Oh, there's economic damage like a big dog. Folk have died, thousands, all over the world. Uh, over 100,000 folk are sick. And so, uh, hopefully some, a lot of them will make it. But we know a lot of them also will die. This is bad, bad, bad. Huh? Uh, and, and go ahead and be honest with God and others about the pain you're suffering. Don't sit up in your house right now or wherever you are. And act like everything's just fine because it's not. And even if it's fine with you, it's not fine with everybody else. You ought to be praying, if not for yourself, for everybody else. Hmm? The job loss, the depression, the illness, death all around us. This is serious calamity. No ability to even go to church or even a funeral. This because of social distancing. Huh? to prevent infection. How hard is that? They had a funeral the other day and 10 people could only go into church. The rest of them had to wait in the parking lot like their mother had died. Do you know how painful that is? Uh, and, and folks trying to have weddings, trying to have babies. Yeah, other things don't just stop because we got coronavirus. Will we vacillate between despair, depression, hope, doubt, and faith? Oh, you bet you will. Y- yes, we will. And nobody's just going to be all faithful right now. Not with what we're going through. All of us will vacillate. Huh? This hurts. And it hurts to see others hurting. God is not asking us or expecting us to act like we are so strong because we're Christian. Huh? But He doesn't want us to panic either. Obviously. God has gone on before us and God will see us through. And for all you Christian folk, you can be blessed. If you die, you're going to be with Jesus. And if you live, God is going to make sure you get back on your feet. For the rest of you, I hope that you learn to turn to God through this because it's going to get even worse. There's something else coming. There's more stuff coming. And not only that, cancer is not on vacation depression is not on vacation. Financial problems right now are mounting incredibly high because of COVID. So all the other things we're going through have not taken a vacation, hurricanes and floods, just because we're going through a virus that's worldwide. COVID-19 hurts, but going on right now without God hurts even more. Mm -hmm. This is only a taste of what it's going to be like after the rapture. And please know, even now, God will see us through. Yes, he will. Should this take us, let it be so. We're in God's hands. That's one thing about our father. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. Uh, He knows everything. He's everywhere at the same time. He's gone on before us and he's all powerful. We have no need to fear, even though it hurts. Nobody's saying it don't hurt. Oh, it hurts. huh? And we don't know when it's going to stop. And neither did Job. He was overwhelmed as even his own wife and friends turned their back on him says they were silent for seven days or if you kept reading Job, they didn't stay silent and boy they should have because they <laughs> good lord sometime when you go to somebody's bedside in the hospital don't say anything just 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 let them see you and just be there silently pray sometimes it's just best not to say anything some of us come up with that stuff talking about you know all things work together for good for those that love the Lord, for those that are called according to his prayer. That man dying of cancer, do you think he want to hear that? Come on, just, just be silent, just be there. huh? We must remember we are precious in God's sight. Huh? God loves the little children. But don't you, don't you think for a second, God doesn't also love the teenagers. And yes, God loves the adults. So that little ditty song is not just for children. Even though the children sing it, Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world, red and yellow, black and white. They are precious in his sight. Well, God loves us all, teenagers and adults. huh? And God may have made us free moral agents and given us a world. And we may have squandered and treated each other and this world with major disdain. But nevertheless, God is not done with us, we cannot let doubt and despair overwhelm us. Our God is greater. We live in a broken world. So of course we will suffer some of its effects every now and then, huh? We face the calamities of this world with CV 19 being one of them. Earthquakes, floods, tornadoes, hurricanes. They're not taking a break right now. Huh? As I mentioned earlier, cancer and other illnesses are not on vacation. Relationship issues, wayward children, divorce, financial hardship, and everything else. We are confronted with everything right now. Huh? So we are dealing with physical problems and all sorts of problems, including spiritual problems. Because sin is ever before us. We're in a season of pain right now. We're being bombarded, but we must look to God and not to the barely elements of this world. Headache and heartache will come along. Decline in health is going to come, just like Job. We must trust God. Hmm. God will always make a way. Somehow, the somehow is up to Him. He's God, not us. Job's trials were so comprehensive, they touched on every area of human suffering. Every area we can imagine. His own wife and friends turned on him. That must've been really painful. Aside from the boils, we like Job must accept good from God, but realize that in this world, sometimes bad will be our lot. It doesn't mean God has abandoned us. We don't have to understand it. It just is. It's the world in which we live. Now we must trust God like Job did. God who has gone on before us and prepared a way. Whether in this life or or in our heavenly home, as in John 14 and 1, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. Whether it's there or whether it's here, rebounding. God is with us. He will never leave us and he will never forsake us. Yes, we are on a roller coaster of physical, emotional, and spiritual issues. But God knows how much we can bear. Carrie Underwood is going to come now and sing How Great Thou Art. God bless you. Man, Thank you, Carrie. God bless you. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus for this message. We thank you for Carrie singing, How Great Thou Art, for that's who we need to turn to right now is you, Lord. You are greater than this virus. You are greater than any disease we could have. You are greater than our financial issues. You are greater than our divorce. And Father, we turn to you right now in hope because our faith truly is being tested. In Jesus' name we pray now and thank you for your blessings, for your encouragements, for your inspiration and for your peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries, weekly encouragements by Nam Ware. Find it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. God bless you.